Welcome to the Florida Travel Podcast, episode 31 about Jupiter, Florida. The Florida Florida Travel Pod is a podcast to help Florida residents and visitors get more out of the Sunshine State. I'm Tanya. And I'm Christina. Do you love the idea of getting away and into the great outdoors, but don't relish the idea of sleeping in a tent on the ground? Have you heard the term glamping? It's a combination of glamour and camping, and that's what our featured sponsor this week is all about. Glamping Hub offers over 24,000 unique outdoor accommodations worldwide, and hundreds of these are available here in Florida. Imagine staying in a luxury safari tent in one of the state parks, complete with air conditioning, or maybe a houseboat out on the river. Prefer a seaside tiny house? They have those in abundance. Get started searching for your next family vacation or romantic couples getaway at glampinghub.com. So this week, we're going to talk about Jupiter. Woohoo! But before we go into our Florida tip of the week, Christina, you, do you know where Jupiter is? Uh, isn't that in outer space somewhere? <laughs> I got so many people in my family with that. I said, yeah, we're going to go to Jupiter next week. And the looks, the quizzical combination of what the world are you talking about, <laughs> mom? was they had no idea my family had no idea where jupiter was here's the thing about florida for people you know i'm i know this is like this in just about every state but there's places here that i have never heard of agreed i mean our state is really big but it's a good thing we have a podcast about this right right but like <laughs> i mean did you know we have a christmas florida oh or, that one i did know yeah well i mean but it's a tiny little town <laughs> And, and Jupiter, Florida. I mean, honestly, I did know we have a Jupiter, Florida, but it's not a commonly talked about location. <laughs> we also have a Neptune Beach, Florida. Uh, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we have a few planetary. Maybe we need an episode on solar system cities in Florida. <laughs> I think that would be great. <laughs> so what do you have for our tip of the week? Okay, so uh, if you have you ever heard of the app road trippers i love road trippers yeah road trippers has is like probably a lifesaver when it comes to planning especially a big trip or if you're planning a trip with multiple people on road trippers um, you can do this online but you can also do it in the app you can plan out all of your plot points that you would like to take on a long road trip or a short road trip and it tells you everything from gas to points of interest to uh, camping or accommodations or hotels. It gives you all of that information and you can click on the point and then plot it on your on your trip. Even if it's not a, I'm going to the city, I want to just go to this off the road place to visit or I want to go and stay here and it'll, it'll plot the whole thing out. Mileage, gas, everything. I use it to find those off the road attractions. And even if we're not driving, I use it to, yeah, like you said, plan little points around the town that we're visiting. You don't have to be road tripping to yeah. use road trippers. I also like the reviews. It's kind of like TripAdvisor in right. that way. When you're clicking on a place, you get reviews mm -hmm. and pictures of the place so you can determine if this is worth visiting or not. And road trippers, just a heads up, it's how I found some of the things we're going to talk about in Jupiter this week. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's how we found a lot of the things we've already talked about. <laughs> That's true. A lot of our episodes have started off in and road, road trippers. trippers <laughs> exactly. Oh, I have one more tip, Danya. Yes. What is it? I'm so, I'm so interested. As you're road tripping around Florida, 
Don't forget your sunscreen. Oh, perfect. Because you're you know, welcome. If you're heading to Jupiter, you might be a little bit further from the sun, but probably not really. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Thanks. Like that segue. I love that. <laughs> okay. So we talked a little bit about, you know, the fact that yes, Jupiter is in Florida and it is actually near the uh, Palm Beaches area of Florida. And I would say it's south of Vero Beach, north of Miami, north of Fort Lauderdale. And but those it, geographically inclined, it's the East Coast. Oh, that too. Yes. Atlantic <laughs> side. Gosh, you always have to point out <laughs> the East, my and, the east north. and West. You're, I, you're challenged in the compass rose. <laughs> oh, boy. We're starting off strong today. Uh, <laughs> but it is on the beach as we just said, <laughs> on the Atlantic side. And yes, I would say, I don't know what, two thirds down the way yeah. of Florida. Uh, we, my family and I stayed there in May. This episode isn't going to air until August, but we stayed there in May and we stayed in a glamping hub accommodation. This so, thing is so cool. I, uh, I've never in a million years would have thought of staying in something like this. Well, we, you know, on our last episode, we did talk about unique accommodations. We did. So. I don't know that this was a mention, though. This we did. I mentioned, I think I mentioned shipping containers because I mentioned that we had the trip coming up. Okay. Okay. We stayed in a shipping container. It, this is one of those tiny house concepts and this place in Jupiter, so full disclosure, Glamping Hub, Hub did provide our stay for us. However, all my opinions about this place are completely my own. Trust me, if it's an opinion from Tanya, it's hers. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It was two side-by-side -side shipping containers that were converted into living space. You had a kitchen, a living room, a bedroom, bathroom, air conditioning. It had air conditioning units in all sections of the shipping container. What made this one really unique was that it perpendicular on the top of the two shipping containers was another shipping container that provided separate accommodations for the teenagers. You know what, I'm, as I look through the pictures, I mean, I've seen these pictures 10 times already. But the thing that I notice is that the outside, it just looks like I'm walking up to a, a store, like a, not a store, a... A, a business. Right, yeah. yeah. And and you would have no idea. I mean, there's furniture outside, so that's one thing. But it's it literally just looks like a shipping container. There's no indication that this is a place where you you can stay. Oh, the upstairs, too, was was really, really neat. It's weird. It looks unbalanced. <laughs> it, it does, but it isn't. No. I mean, these things are heavy. Yeah. They're not going anywhere. Upstairs, there were two more bedrooms, a bathroom, and you could have even stayed there as two separate families because upstairs had a mini fridge, a microwave, coffee maker, and then in the downstairs area, there was a kitchen, like I said, and a couple of bedrooms. What is unique about Glamping Hub is that you have to have direct access to nature in order to list on Glamping Hub. So this place was right along the Loxahatchee River. And we did, we had direct access to the river. We had beautiful grounds. There was a fire pit. There's plenty of place to sit outside. And we did, we spent an enormous amount outside. One day we spent I think we sat for two hours just on the river watching the fish and anyone who happened to be floating by on their kayaks or paddle boards. They have bikes there. They did. They have bicycles there. So this 
space was even more unique because it was run by the Jupiter Outdoor Center. The owner of the Jupiter Outdoor Center owns this shipping container, lists it through Glamping Hub. The Jupiter Outdoor Center has kayak rentals, paddleboard rentals, and bicycle rentals. Okay, so does that come with? It does. That's incredible because I got to tell you, I mean, there's times where we've rented kayaks and spent $60 for two hours. Yes. So that is kind of an extra perk. Not all glamping hub accommodations would have this. This particular one did. Of course, the link is going to be in our show notes. So if you want to check it out and book it for yourself, I highly, highly recommend it. They provided the bikes. They were right there at our shipping container home Mm. for the week. So we biked to the park where we got a guided kayak tour, which is part of their accommodation. They include a guided kayak tour for you. At this particular accommodation? Yes. We had to bike to the destination, Mm -hmm. which was a mile, and it was through a beautiful park. So it was an easy bike ride, but we had the bikes. We could have walked. We could have drove if we wanted to. We chose to bike. It was, again, just down a street, right into the park, through the park, a historical park at that. Uh, we went through Riverbend Park and then where we hopped onto the river, the Loxahatchee River, with our guided tour from Jupiter Outdoor Center. Okay, I have to ask you. Yes. Before we move on. Yes. Did you guys play the bongos? <laughs> you can see the picture of the bongos. I saw in the there. picture of the bongos. <laughs> Gloria did. Yes. <laughs> I knew yes, it. she did. <laughs> I knew it. That's the wonderful thing about unique accommodations are those little special touches throughout the building. And yes, there was a bongo in there. (laughs) And we, they had the fire pit. Like I said, we didn't have a fire, but they did provide us with wood and there was a grill. I mean, I kind of wish we would have stayed longer. We stayed two nights. I could have easily stayed there a week because there's enough to do. So I want to talk a little bit about Loxahatchee River, which is actually literally means the river of turtles. You should know this is also a river I have never heard of. I hadn't either. I I mean, granted, I didn't know much about, I didn't know much about Jupiter to begin with. So Loxahatchee does flow from the Atlantic He told me it flows north. I couldn't find any information that says that it flows north, which is makes it one of the more unique rivers in North America. Uh, But it connects with the Jupiter Inlet and it does wind all over those areas down there. This is Florida's first designated wild and scenic river. Which means... I was just about to say, what does that mean? It is wild and scenic, Christina. I mean, the Uh, the description's in the title. Man, man, (laughs) I missed that one. I didn't read close enough. It is... I mean, it's it's a river. It is... um, When we say wild, I have never floated down a river like this. The cypress trees were ginormous. They looked ginormous in the picture. I I mean, I felt as if they could have been as tall as redwoods, just to give you a perspective as how tall these were. And there were so many of them. I think a lot of the rivers I've kayaked on, there's, yeah, there's cypress trees and there's pine trees and oak trees and, you know, the big sweeping uh, southern oaks that have the moss draping off of them. However, I felt like I was in another world floating down this river. It was 
gorgeous. This is why I want to go back. I want to kayak this river again. This is really cool. I We always tend to point out all the historical things. And you mentioned that the park was a historic park that you biked through, right? But this is neat because the river was the site of the Battle of the Loxahatchee during the Second Seminole War. And some of the biggest battles of the Seminole Wars were in this area, That's which really I didn't neat. know. We Did learned- you see that stuff while you were... We did. We saw something called the Tree of Tears, where they buried a lot of the casualties from this war. I feel like I read that in a history book, the Tree of Tears. Maybe it was the Trail of Tears. Never well, there's mind. a tra- <laughs> <laughs> There's a trail and a tree. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, did you know, so Florida, this was Florida's first designated wild and scenic river. There's only a, one other river in Florida that is a designated wild and scenic river. And you can find these at rivers.gov. I, I mean, this is another one of those, did you know <laughs> that we had these designations? Do you know where the other one is? I, I, I would love to guess, but there's so many rivers here, I can't. You've been there. Is it? Silver Springs? Nope. What? It's closer to home. Here? It's Wakaiva. Oh. Yeah. I had Jeez, again I had never no idea that that was a designated. This wild is why and when you go river. to these places, you need to pay closer attention to what the place is about. You never know what you're missing. <laughs> How many times have I been to Wakaiva? I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't either. And I mean, hopefully that's why you listen to us to learn some of these things. It's too, why right? it's why I do this so I can learn some of these things. <laughs> right. If we only do this for ourselves, we're still having a ball, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I get smarter every time. Exactly. Exactly. Goodness. Uh, So (laughs) Jupiter Outdoor Center is located right in Riverbend Park. They also have a location at the Jupiter Inlet Lighthouse. I'm going to talk about the lighthouse in a little bit. I was really impressed by the guide and how much he knew about the river. He's been in that area for over 30 years, has just been on that river for almost all of that. He knows his way around. You're going to be safe on a guided tour. And the fact that you're going through these historical areas and on the Loxahatchee, I I do. I want to go back. This is uh, a high, high bucket list item for me. And to now go you've again. just fallen back into the trap. You want to go back and you and you have more places to oh, go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So that's going to fall right to the bottom of the list in the hundred places you'll oh, go back man. again. <laughs> no kidding. I, that's a good question though. I'd love to hear from our listeners. Do you go back to places again and again, or do you like to try to find something new every time you travel? It's yes. <laughs> right. Yes. To both of those. Yes. Right? <laughs> yeah. uh, the other thing I learned from Jupiter Outdoor Center is that they do have kids camps during the summer. I know this episode airs in August, so summer is almost over. However, they also last year started some homeschool programs. Lovely. So make sure you check them out if you're in the area. And uh, again, links in our show notes and uh, check out the wild and scenic Loxahatchee. There is a state park that's on the Loxahatchee too. We just talked about state parks a couple episodes ago on episode 27. Don't worry. I'll link it in the show notes. (laughs) We did not talk about this state park. Obviously, we would never be able to talk about all of the state parks because we're just that's what Florida's made up of. Right. We could spend 
Imagine if we spent one episode on every state park. We couldn't. We can't even spend one episode on just Claremont. (laughs) And for your reference, Claremont is our hometown. See, you see what I did there? I brought up another episode. Exactly. We love linking back to the other episodes. But yeah, you can, if you didn't want a guided tour at Jupiter Outdoor Center, you can even just do some kayak rentals for the day. Mm. Uh, Another thing we did while there is visit the Jupiter Lighthouse. We always seem to find those lighthouses, don't we? Uh, Yes. I was just listening to an episode today where we talked about a couple of lighthouses, Mm -hmm. as a matter of fact. And what episode might that be, Tanya? That was episode 21. Jacksonville to Daytona, A1A. Episode episode 21. I was trying to go off of memory on that one. I I can't do that. The Jupiter Lighthouse is one of those iconic looking lighthouses to me. It's all red with a black top. Do you know, do you know that lighthouses all have to look different? Yes, but I don't know why, uh, probably to help people be able to recognize where they are. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Because if you were, imagine if you were sailing and this is, you know, pre smartphone, pre navigation, you know, technology, if you were sailing along the coast and you saw a red lighthouse with a black top, and then you kept on sailing and you saw another red lighthouse with a black top, you might have thought you went in circles. See, I became smarter again. Well, what I learned is that there is another red lighthouse with a black top in Kim. Florida. Oh, you were going to say here? Yeah, in, in Florida, it's the Ponce Inlet Lighthouse. I learned what the difference between the two are. One has windows all in a row, and the other one has window one window facing each direction. Hmm. So when you're looking at the lighthouse, if they're all straight up and down, that's Ponce Inlet. If you're looking and there's one on every side of the lighthouse, that's Jupiter Lighthouse. Nice. I was really impressed. This one was an easy climb. It was a little over 100 steps to climb to the top. We did make it up to the top. It was a very, very windy day. So we didn't spend a whole lot of time out there. And uh, again, so some lighthouses you can climb, some you can't check before you head out. But Jupiter is one that you can visit. And we then went into the museum and there was a curator there who knew a lot about the museum, how it came to be. It is uh, one of the older lighthouses in Florida. And so you had all of this history about the people who were there. What I thought was really interesting is the original lighthouse caretakers. There were three. One of their sons ended up writing some books. So the adventures of Charlie Pierce were all about his life growing up in the quote unquote American jungle, which is the name of his books. And these are kids books. And they're all about the South Florida area. So you can learn about Jupiter, you can learn about the animals, that uh, he's got books on the Calusa, which is a native uh, American tribe here in Florida. And so check out the adventures of Charlie Pierce also. Nice. But I, 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 that's the great thing about these lighthouses. I, I, it's small. It's smaller compared to some of the others that we've been. But the museum was well done. There's a another history museum right next to it that has all the history of World War II near the lighthouse and things that I am constantly reminded of when I'm visiting 
these areas is that World War II didn't just happen overseas. Mm-hmm. There were ships and submarines off the coast of Florida, and you could see them from the Jupiter Lighthouse. That is really cool. And then there's also a super large banyan tree. Do you know what a banyan tree is? Mm, no. I mean, I've seen them, but I'm sure you've got some sort of... <laughs> well, okay. if you've seen them, how would you describe them? Because that's... Really is- big. <laughs> Good description, Christina. Thanks. (laughs) The banyan trees are those ones that really spread out and then they send their branches down to root in the earth. So it looks like it's got all of these roots coming into the tree from every angle. It's, again... It's like you can climb through them like a jungle gym. Oh, God, we wanted to also. (laughs) But because this was an old tree, it was no climbing. We did that in some trees on the West Coast that were banyan trees like that. And we were climbing through them like it was a jungle gym. Yes, exactly. I mean, they're so beautiful. They're actually a ficus tree is what I learned, which I always thought the ficus tree was that plant you put in the corner of your apartment. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't like a fern? <laughs> she called it a ficus tree and I called it a banyan tree. She said it's actually called both. But I would check out Jupiter Lighthouse while you were while you're there. I think we spent an hour, hour and a half there. It was well worth the visit. Next place on my list, Christina, we've talked about beaches before. Mm-hmm. We've talked about <laughs> we know. the variety of beaches in Florida. Have you ever been to a beach that is rocky in Florida? Yes, where? I have. Um, the by Jetty Park. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know where you're talking about. Yeah, and there's also one down um, in on the West Coast in, um, we talked about before, was Howard Park has a big rocky beach. Yeah, I'd never been to a rocky beach like this before. The Blowing Rocks Preserve and Coral Cove Beach was where we hung out for the day. And this was, I mean, I've got pictures of my little mermaid out there exploring the rocks while oh, the, the one that you where she was sitting on the rock yeah that beach okay yeah where the the ocean is the it was a very windy very very wavy day definitely we weren't going swimming but this was where the water is splashing up into the rocks onto the rocks through the rocks up through the holes in the rocks it was uh i think it was a scenic landscape that I have not seen here in Florida and I found fascinating. Well, I'm trying to pull up the pictures here. Oh, I I was too. I was trying to look for some things that tell me a little bit more. I know that the rocks are a combination of coquina. I heard it is the largest area of rocks in on this side of Florida. Uh, so I think even the areas where you have been are not quite as um, huge as blowing rocks preserve the picture that you have right there it looks like a it looks like you're standing on a cliff in ireland (laughs) i I was thinking california but yeah exactly exactly this is like i said it's a landscape we don't normally see when we're talking about florida beaches and so you can go back to our beaches episode where we talk about the fact that yes there are all different kinds of beaches in this state it's just so diverse this is interesting this peaceful barrier island sanctuary is well known a well-known model for large-scale native coastal habitat restoration that is very cool mm-hmm. yeah it's 
The Blowing Rocks Preserve, I just found, is a 73-acre conservation area. Mm-hmm. So it's it's massive. Um, when we were driving, Blowing Rocks Preserve, the actual um, conservation area was closed off. We visited just a little bit south at Coral Cove Beach. But again, it's, I mean, it's a mile long rock formation between the sand and the sea, it they, says. They call them Blowing Rocks because of what you said, that the... The water shoots up through the rocks. Yes, that that was, I mean, we, you couldn't have. Geysers of water. Oh, yeah, totally. And and that's why I call it my Little Mermaid scene, because my daughter's out there, you know, that scene in Little Mermaid where the water rushes up behind Ariel. That's what it looked like when we were out there visiting and exploring the rocks. And it's just, there's a lot of science in there. It's just absolutely one of the unique beaches in florida there's we've talked about many terrains on the beaches too and the different kinds of sand so that's just a different one that's probably not as normal to find exactly yeah i mean this is not a beach that you're probably gonna lay out i mean there was sand you can lay out on the beach but you're probably not going to swim in this area the nice thing is is right on the other side of the road is the inlet and there's plenty of sandy beach and calmer water through the inlet, that mm. intercoastal waterway that we've talked about before. Mm. Let's talk food. Uh, I'm good with that. <laughs> we went to uh, a place called Love Street in Jupiter. And there Aww. is, a, yeah, it's, we also went out on a scenic pontoon boat tour. We could have picked up some uh, food at the Tackle Box, which <laughs> I love the name for that. You could pick up sandwiches and go out on the pontoon boat. We didn't pick up any sandwiches for our tour, but we did uh, visit uh, Love Street Outdoor Center and took a pontoon boat through all of the intercoastal there where we learned how many different famous people choose Jupiter as their, you know, winter home. There's some money in Jupiter. I, yeah. <laughs> there, there's a little I mean, bit. I feel like most places from about that point down. I agreed. Agreed. The tackle box. There it is. Lucky Shack. Yes. Oh, no, sorry. Lucky Shuck. Yes, oysters. Oh, I love oysters. Um, and we also did um, Guanabanas is in Jupiter. And it's uh, one of the more popular places to go eat and uh, where a lot of the locals hang out. This is one of those, you know, beachside type of restaurants. There's not a lot of beachside restaurants in Jupiter. So a lot of them are along the canals, in Ju- um, along the intercoastal. One of my favorites was a place called Dune Dogs. Is that hot dogs? It is hot dogs. <laughs> Every so kind of hot dog you can imagine. I mean, including Chicago dogs and That goes chili back dogs to my story. And... I told you about my, my uncle on the beach with the seagull that came <laughs> yeah. down and took his hot dog and flew away out yeah. of it, right out of his hand. Fortunately, this was not on the on the beach, or unfortunately, maybe. So there was no <laughs> seagulls taking your, your dune dogs there. But that's, it's that typical type of dive bar kind of restaurant. <laughs> I love it. We also went to a restaurant called Dive Bar, but that was more high-end, upscale. So more not like, a dive bar, like right. an oxymoron, really. <laughs> it is more like a dive into the ocean bar. Oh, they were. Well, that was very weirdly named. Yes, but they had an immense amount of seafood and sushi. It was amazing. 
Yeah, so that yeah, so you're a di- you well, you're not diving for your food. Somebody's diving for your food. Maybe you're just benefiting from it. <laughs> exactly. My favorite place, however, was one that was really close to the shipping container where we stayed. It was called Taylor's Farmhouse and Cafe. This is exactly what you would imagine, a farmhouse type of restaurant. So they serve all of the, you know, good down home southern food. What was really neat about this is they had an outdoor fire pit area and live music nearly every night. Oh, fun. So it's not just on the weekends. If you are staying in the middle of the week like we were, you will be, you know, you'll have some entertainment. It's just a beautiful, well done, modern farmhouse. It was delicious. Everyone enjoyed everything we eat. Every place that I've mentioned, the food was amazing. Hopefully, because I would hope you wouldn't mention it if the food wasn't good. (laughs) And then one, the last thing I want to talk about in Jupiter is in Carlin Park in Jupiter, they have a Palm Beach Shakespeare in the Park Festival. Ooh. Yeah. So you can, we didn't get a chance to go to this because it takes place in uh, July. So we. Well, that would be hard to do. Yeah. But how you know, Shakespeare in the park, that's such a big thing in New York. Well, guess what? We have something here too. And this year they're doing Midsummer Night's Dream and Twelfth Night. You may be able to catch Twelfth Night because that happens after this episode airs. So check out. August 19th through the 29th for Twelfth Night. Yes. Bring a beach chair, blanket, picnic basket, and enjoy food trucks. And it's $5. What a great way to experience Shakespeare. I might need to do that. I mean, I think that makes it a lot more accessible, right? Absolutely. So check out the Palm Beach Shakespeare Festival as well in in, uh, Jupiter. So I really, really enjoyed Jupiter, Christina. I I can tell. my, My top three, my rapid fire this week is I would go back and kayak again with the Jupiter Outdoor Center. I'd climb that lighthouse again, and then I think I would spend half a day at Blowing Rocks Preserve. What do you want to do? Definitely the Blowing Rocks Preserve. Um, I have to say, the f- <laughs> is it weird that I'm picking the food? No. <laughs> I mean, does that count as one thing if I just say all the food? Pick, pick all of them. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> going to say the food and Shakespeare in the Park. I think that would be a lot of fun. That sounds I know, like I love such that. a relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I think now it's time for our featured Florida product of the week. Each week we share our Florida products from small businesses throughout the state. What do you got? Okay, this place is really cool. Speaking of hungry. I I must have been hungry. (laughs) So there's this product place business called Made You Hungry. And I thought what was really cool about this was this was a group of guys. They all graduated from Jupiter High School. And so their business was born in Jupiter um, from a bunch of friends, and um, they knew the value of living in a state that has some of the best and freshest seafood in the country. Mm. So they formed a partnership with all the best farms and fisheries around, and it's basically a simple idea. They deliver this food to you. Um, It's best seafood uh, and meat products, and they just deliver it to your door. It's a box. That's why it's called... Well, yeah. Made you hungry box. Yeah, made you hungry box. Yeah. So, and 
they also have a, you know, you can shop there too, but they can deliver it. It's a convenient way to get top quality seafood and meat delivered wow. straight to your door. And they have a, a website that has recipes, recipe blogs, video recipes. So visit madeyouhungry.com. I'm looking at this hungry box and there <laughs> right? are some, I mean, if you are a meat lover, there are definitely some massive amounts of fillets and steak samplers and a weekend barbecue yeah. box, a family box, but I definitely want some of the, oh, crab and lobster. Yep. And they do chicken oh. and steak and pork as well. Do you know, how, did you take a look? Do you know how far they ship? Do they ship anywhere? I, they do ship. That's, that's what the, I think that's the point. Like they'll deliver it. Oh yeah. yeah. I I mean, so we can order. You can order. I mean, I can just go back to Jupiter and get, maybe show up at their Correct. door. Too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where can we find the Florida Travel Pod? Florida Travel Pod can be found on Facebook and Instagram at Florida Travel Pod. It's also the best place to comment with your favorite tips. So what is uh, your favorite maybe historic places that you visited or beaches that you visited? Put them in there. Any ideas about things that we've talked about today for Jupiter? Make sure to check out the show notes in your favorite podcast player or visit floridatravelpod.com slash blog for links and more details about everything you heard in today's episode. If you'd like, you can also reach out to us on email at hello at floridatravelpod.com. You can support the Florida Travel Pod by following us and leaving us a review on your favorite podcast player. This helps others discover our content. Uh, and if you enjoy our content, consider supporting us on Patreon. You can choose to donate monthly or even a one-time donation. Go to Flor- go to patreon.com slash Florida Travel Pod. And when you donate, our supporters will get shout outs, postcards, stickers, and more depending on your level of support. It really does help us give you the best content from the Sunshine State. So stay tuned next week. We're going to talk about going back to school. What do you think, Christina? I don't want to hear about it. (laughs) Okay, so she'll be here and I'll be here. And that's it for this week. I'm Tanya. And I'm Christina. Stay sunny, everyone. Stay sunny, everyone.